Welcome to the Public Diplocast, a podcast from CPD, the USC Center on Public Diplomacy. This episode features a talk by Jacob Poster, senior researcher at Pew Research Center, speaking at Indiana University, where CPD co-hosted an event on why public diplomacy matters on the Korean Peninsula. Jacob shared survey data on global public opinion, such as how much Americans fear North Korea's nuclear problem, South Korea's views of the U.S., and how threat is perceived in the region. Here's what he had to say. Looking at public opinion on issues related to the Korean Peninsula, there's sort of three dimensions. One, American public opinion. Two, Asian public opinion. And then three, uh, views in South Korea itself. So American views of North Korea, not very good. Uh, Only uh, on a feeling thermometer, which is zero to 100, only about 21% say that they are warm on North Korea, which in our vernacular means that most are cold on uh, most are cold on North Korea. And you see among the 10 nations that uh, we asked about uh, in this poll um, over the summer, um, North Korea was at the bottom of the list. So traditional allies, Canada, Britain, Japan, Germany up towards the top, sort of uh, more frenemies, China in the middle, and then sort of at the bottom, Russia, Iran, and North Korea. So you can see already we're starting off at a low bar where Americans don't really have a very positive view of North Korea. Um, And this is bipartisan. Um, Both Republicans and Democrats in the US uh, have very cold feelings towards uh, North Korea. So one of the few issues in American public opinion where there are not partisan differences, that's actually quite rare uh, nowadays. But you see majorities uh, among each party say that they have very cold feelings towards uh, the country of North Korea. Uh, we also see that when we ask people about various threats, I'll just caveat this for a, uh, for a second and say that this was taken in the fall of 2017, so before the summit, um, before some of the most recent efforts uh, to work uh, with uh, the North Korean leader. Um, but e- back then, uh, you know, three quarters of Americans said that uh, North Korea's nuclear weapons program is a major threat to them. And of the seven threats we asked about, it was the top threat. So um, over ISIS, over global climate change, um, over the power and influence of Russia and China. So you see that it is on the top of minds of many Americans, this issue. It's not something that's, you know, they don't think about. Um, one, one interesting thing is that uh, you know, when that when that issue came front and center with the fire and fury tweets, um, people took it seriously. You know, um, uh, Americans said that you know, seventy one percent say that they should take the threats seriously. Sixty four percent think that uh, North Korea can launch nuclear missiles at the U.S. and reach the mainland, and sixty five percent said that they're willing to follow through with these threats. So there's, there was a lot of fear in the US in, in the fall of 2017. And then when we asked the flip side, most people said in the, in the US, 84%, that uh, the president was willing to use military force to deal with this issue. So there's support also for um, you know, using military force to defend against an attack from another country. So even though people think are worried about the threat, they're also definitely willing to uh, strike back should the need occur. 
Uh, we also see that um, most Americans do approve of talking with North Korea. 71% uh, in uh, 2018, before the summit, said that they would support uh, negotiations with North Korea. Um, although, even though 71% said that they support the negotiations, 49% uh, said the North Koreans were not going to be serious about the issue. So there were doubts, even though they supported talking with uh, the North Koreans, there were doubts about the effectiveness of what would happen from such a summit. And it, well, another interesting thing is that there was a partisan shift from the last time, you know, when we were dealing with the Iran issue. Um, now more Republicans are willing to say that, um, you know, the U.S. should negotiate, where 85% say that they should negotiate with Korea versus in 2015 when only 40% said that they should negotiate with Iran. So changing partisanship in the U.S., a changing leader, also changes views of Americans about this issue. Um, as I said earlier, uh, partisanship is pretty strong in the U.S., so this is something that you, that is, you know, something to keep in mind when we're talking about negotiations with another country, the partisan background of who's doing the negotiations do matter for public opinion on these issues. And then finally, um, this is not a Pew poll, but this is from ABC News, Washington Post, uh, only 41% said uh, it's likely that Kim Jong-un would give up his weapons program versus 53% who said it's unlikely. So despite the progress made, there's still doubts among the American public that there will be denuclearization on the peninsula, at least in the right uh, months right after the summit. You know, obviously public opinion changes over time and we'll continue to track this issue over time and it might change um, as the situation on the ground changes. And just sort of uh, pivoting to sort of Asian Pacific views of North Korea, we also do surveys around the world so we can get a read of what people in the region think about this issue. And one thing that's overwhelming is that people are concerned. Um, you know, majorities in the seven countries that we surveyed in 2017 in the Asia Pacific region and the U.S. are very, are concerned about uh, the nuclear weapons program of North Korea. And these numbers are up to 90% in Japan, U.S., Philippines, uh, South Korea. So this is an issue that's also on the minds of publics in the Asia Pacific as well as in the United States. Uh, we also asked a question on whether people thought the U.S. would defend them should there be an attack by North Korea. And large majorities in South Korea and Japan said that the U.S. would come to their defense should an attack happen from North Korea. And 64% of Americans agreed that they should defend their Asian allies in event of such an attack. So there's, there's also strong support in the region about the U.S. sort of using its treaty obligations and defending those countries um, should, there, should the need arise. And then finally, uh, we've also been tracking South Korean public opinion of the U.S. This is another topic we do a lot of work on. Uh, this year, we asked 25 countries views of the United States, confidence in the U.S. president. And you see, too, in South Korea that favorable views of the U.S. have generally been positive in the uh, you know, 18 years we've been doing this survey. So South Koreans like the U.S. generally, but confidence in the U.S. president is 
variable. It changes based on who the president is. You'll see that at the end of the Bush administration, only 30% had confidence in George Bush. At the beginning of the Obama administration, that jumped to 81%. And then at the beginning of the Trump administration, that confidence fell all the way to 17%. Um, it fell in Western Europe as well, but this is actually one of the countries where we saw confidence in the US president plummet uh, in 2017. But you see the, the little you know uptick in the last year. And this shows that views of the president are are also not just related to perceptions of the US, but perceptions to what he or she accomplishes. And it, it's obvious from this data point that South Koreans were positive on, on what happened on the summit, on, on you know, creating, uh, trying to create relations with North Korea. And corresponding, they had a jump in confidence in the US president. It's still not as high as Obama, but you do see the fact that you know, views around the world can change with how, people, how policies are implemented and how things change on the ground. South Koreans are more positive on the US than they are China. Um, only about 40% have favorable views of China. Only 40% have confidence in President Xi. And and, but when we ask them, who do they think is going to be more, who is more important compared to 10 years ago, 92% say China is more important, and only about 45% say the US is more important. So it's obvious that they see China as a rising power, and that could also have repercussions on how diplomacy is um, handled. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Public Diplocast, produced by CPD the world's leading research and training center in the field of public diplomacy. I'm your host, Lisa Rao. Visit our website to view Jacob's Pew Research Data presentation, Public Opinion on Issues Related to the Korean Peninsula. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Public Diplomacy, and make sure to find us on Facebook and LinkedIn. Stay tuned for more episodes featuring the best of CPD's forward-looking thinkers. See you next time.